0: If you worry about what other people think, soon enough you will be on the sidelines of your life. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, Three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Well, hello there, everyone, and welcome back to The Millionaire Woman Show. If you're a returning guest, we welcome you back to topics of life, leadership, and business. And if this is your first time here, we're grateful for you checking out The Millionaire Woman Show. Today, I'm excited to talk to you about Shut the Duck Up journaling and doing you, do you. So people will say, well, where did you come up with that title? Well, that title was inspired by many things. So I'm gonna talk to you about a few things. One is the new cup in my collection called Shut the Duck Up. And you'll see if you're watching on video that I have this brand new mug with a duck with splattered paint around him, and it says Shut the Duck Up. And the reason I purchased this for my collection is when I was in coaching training, they each gave us a rubber duck, which symbolizing shut the duck up. And what that truly means is that we want you to shut down the negative chatter, shut down all the voices that you hear that are playing around your head. Some people will call this taming the gremlin. Some people will call it the nasty critter. Some people will even give it a name so that you can put it outside of yourself is not identifying with it. Now, we have fifty to 70,000 thoughts in a day, and we think like popcorn, all these ideas coming out of our heads at any one time. But we need to capture certain thoughts into our awareness and bring it into our present present tense, right? And what I've learned is through coaching, we have a lot of negative chatter in our heads these six inches here that can really disrupt our lives and With the thoughts that come up that are saying, you know, you're so stupid. Why did you do this? You know, you should know better How come you know all of those phrases just battling back and forth? But it's only when we pay attention to it that we're like, whoa, I can't believe I'm thinking this and really should i be hanging on to this thought and internalizing it as my truth and the truth is no we don't want to be hanging on to those thoughts because some of those thoughts have been pre-programmed of phrases and things that we've heard in you know in past in our childhood or you know, with a boss or a friend or a coach. We've heard these different things and we replay them in our head as if it is a truth or someone had said this to us once. And if someone failed that we've witnessed, they said these things to themselves or someone else said it to them and we're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm gonna be just like that person. And one of the things that comes up as the biggest question, are you allowing the mind chatter that you have that negative chatter in your mind, are you allowing it to run your life? Are you taking action based on the negative chatter? Or are you filtering through so that you can really hear the good stuff? And that's the one part, we don't acknowledge ourselves or celebrate those wins enough to acknowledge the good stuff. So one thing I want you to really 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 want to point out to you is that you know we have beliefs and thoughts that influences the actions that we have but where did those beliefs and thoughts come from they came from influences we have things that we input into our minds. so some of that is pre programming you know beliefs that we've taken on from others opinions that we've heard you know faith that we and culture All of these different things but we also have other external influences such as books podcasts um, the news you know people will often comment CNN constant negative news so we have to be careful even social media can be a trigger with that to be able to filter what we're allowing into our minds and what are we playing in our heads between those six inches between our ears So, you need to really remember that you are not your thoughts. And what I mean by that is you're not defined by those thoughts. I want you to think about the image that you want to portray in the world. Who do you want to show up as? And what are the beliefs that person needs to hold in order to get the results that you say you want to? So, you really need to pay attention to those thoughts and move beyond that negative chatter so that you can start creating that. Life that you foresee in your future, that vision you hold for yourself. And when you're able to silence that negative chatter, what you're also able to do is to become more aware. And that's where everything changes. See, the biggest thing to navigating any change, to silence that negative chatter, is bringing that into your awareness. And when you can say, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm thinking these things or writing them down to get them out of your head, that that is where change happens. Because suddenly, when you are self-aware of the kind of talk that you've been talking, and here's something that you might not consider, but the thoughts that you're having about yourself, because they're usually, you know, places of self-criticism, self-destruction, And would you take those same words that you're saying to yourself and talk to your best friend or the person sitting beside you? Chances are not. So why are you addressing yourself that way? To really pay attention to those words that you're using because words are so powerful. And when they're matched with action, they mean a whole lot more than separated. So I want you to really think about When you catch a negative thought, bring it into your awareness, asking yourself and challenging yourself, is this thought true? Because I know I'm not my thoughts. I'm having this thought in a fleeting moment does not mean I'm going to keep thinking this way. I can choose to reframe it. And when you reframe something, you're putting it in a positive tense or you're looking at it from a different perspective. And soon as you shift something to a different perspective, what you're doing is you're taking power away from that thought you're taking the energy away from that thought because suddenly there's attention there's a spotlight on this thought and defining should i internalize this thought do i want to own this thought as my truth and chances are you don't especially if it's self criticism and self loathing and you know again that destruction because we can be so hard on ourselves So we want to be able to catch what those thoughts are, write them out, tear it up, throw it out, shred it, whatever you need to do, knowing that you're not owning those thoughts. But the best way I recommend to people is to put it on paper. You don't have to keep it. You can burn it. You can shred it. You can do whatever you need to do to destroy it and feel satisfied. But when you keep it in your head, it continues to circulate anytime you put that thought in there. And people are often focusing either on their past because that's where those stories come up and we can tell ourselves this narrative and the story keeps going on and on and I could have done this, I should have done this. And then you're not moving forward, you're stuck back there. But if you want to move forward, what you need to do is not forecast way into the future because then people start worrying about the future. What if this and what if that happens? And instead, when we bring awareness to any thought that we're having, and we go into the place of shutting the duck up, taming the critter, taming the gremlin, and silencing it, that we are then being able to hear our true voice. And sometimes what I realize is that our mind gets caught up with busyness, but we get caught up in busyness of tasks and everything around us that we're so busy. But what are we busy doing? And the other thing that I really notice is that we don't have time or we don't make time to sit in some silence for three to five minutes in a day. And mostly do because we don't want to be alone with our own thoughts. Isn't that interesting? The one person that you spend the majority of your time with is you. And you don't want to be alone with your own thought because it's circulating so many negative thoughts that if we allow it to take hold of our mind, we are driven by those actions and getting the results by listening to negative chatter. So it's really important to get yourself to live so much into the moment into this present moment that you silence all the tra- chatter when you're here and now. So when you get an opportunity to have some silence, allow yourself just to focus on your breath, the in and out. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. It has to be with just being present and listening to the voice within yourself. When you can move beyond the chatter to really hearing what your soul, your heart is craving for you in the world. Now, I'm going to move on to journaling because i have some great got asked some great questions recently about journaling and you know the person was asking you know i'm scared to start journaling because i feel like i'm just going to use it as a vet session and i don't want to be stuck in the negative of all the past things and i really want to speak to this because i find the most therapeutic parts of journaling Journaling can be done so many different ways. And there is no right or wrong way. It's your way. And this is what I want people, because they think, oh, I I need a prompt. I stare at a blank page. I don't know what to start on. And what if I, you know, get chattering with all this negative chatter and I say, yes, that's exactly what you're needing right now. When you get thoughts, whether they are positive or negative, get them out of your head and onto paper. So that you can witness them, they become tangible, they become something that you can actually work with versus something that's continuously circulating and circulating and recirculating in your mind. So I was listening to a podcast, um, I think it was in July, that I was listening to The Unbeatable Mind with Mark Devine. And you can go to Mark Devine's episode, I've talked to him and interviewed him on the show. And he was interviewing Dove Barron. And I just resonated so much with Dove's comments. And he was talking about journaling and how valuable it was. And how he even told his wife that he had journaled about her and she had become something that has developed out of his journaling. And she said, You know what? It would be really great. I would love to read your journal. And he's like, No way. And then he said, my journal is full of vomit and diamonds. And in that moment, I totally resonated with that metaphor. Because there's times in our life when we have dark space, I like to call it. It's a dark time that things aren't maybe going as well. And then we have a lighter time when things are going much better. And with all things in life, positive, positive, Or negative, they're all temporary. But of course, we want to stretch out the positives and make them last longer. Absolutely. And we do that by reframing and focusing and shifting our mindset as often as we can when we learn these techniques to be able to do so. So when I tell people or they ask me about journaling and they say, Well, I have some negative thinking, let it out. Get it out of your head. And Park it in the journal Don't go back and read it Just get everything you're thinking out of your head There's going to be vomit there's going to be stuff that you don't want to read or you don't want anybody to read There's going to be diamonds of insight and aha moments There's going to be re- revelation of things of gratitude and things are going well But don't go and read it immediately. And this is something I learned by going through the process of Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way. Now, an artist is not what you're thinking the traditional artist is. And what it is, is that every single person comes to this world with unique gifts to share with the world, to hone their craft. It's not necessarily that you're a painter or sculptor or a traditional artist and you very well may be while you're listening to the show. And that's great. That is your craft. But for someone who is a speaker or an engineer or a doctor or a nurse or an owner of a business or someone who's just wanting to improve their lives, whatever you are doing, that is your craft. Whatever you are focused on becoming, that is your craft. So one of the things that Julia Cameron talks about in this book is about morning pages and how significant they are in journaling, whatever comes out of your head and the thoughts may be just random. Just like I said, you know, we have thoughts 50 to 70,000, most of the thoughts you thought of yesterday and they just keep recycling. But what she says in this journey and what I've experienced in the journey of doing these pages Is that you will, you know, dump out a lot of stuff and you won't even know where some of these thoughts come from, and they're so random. As you write them, you're like, what's that mean? And what's that mean? Where is this coming from? And as you go through it, it's just like a release. And you've put it aside. And my take on journaling is if you're in a negative space, that dark space, it's better to get it out in your head so that when you go out the door in the morning, that you're facing the world. And not taking it with you you get what I'm saying you don't want to be taking it with you you park it you leave it don't look at it and the interesting thing with Julia Cameron's work as you go through the artist's way it's not until later on where she gives you instruction to go back with two colored markers to read the first eight to ten weeks it's a very eye-opening process because as you've done those morning pages, the darkness seems to slip away, light comes in, there's a different spotlight of where you are, and it's a whole process of recovering the artist within you. So if you feel stuck in any way, or you are uncertain about anything, I really believe that journaling is The key tool to really getting those ideas out of your head, to get that negativity out of your head, to get those moments of insight. So, what she says to do, you take those two markers and you'll go back and read. You'll find out what you've been complaining about, what things have negatively triggered you, what insights. Have you gotten from this? Maybe you've gotten some ideas of how to move forward. And you might have some ideas, whether it be in business, entrepreneurship, in leading a team, or doing something different in your life. So when she acknowledges all of those things, you have such great insight as to remembering wherever you are in that moment of time, of wherever you're sitting in that experience, That is what was true for you at the time. And all of these thoughts that are circulating are not your truth. They're a space of time where you were sitting and bathing in this vomit. And then you discover these diamonds by reflecting. So I love how Dove Barron's analogy of vomit and diamonds applies to journaling because it totally makes sense. When I went back and looked in my journal, I was like, "Wow, some of those thoughts were very interesting to me, or the things that upset me sometimes were so trivial, that aren't so big now, or things that I know I need to continue to work on. All of these things reveal to you as you journal they're revealed, and it's like these are gifts. Remember, success leaves clues. These clues are here for you to say. I become better while I work on these things. I become better when I act on these ideas that I have. People get so many great ideas but not very many follow through on all the ideas that come to them. Then there's also gratitude journals and I highly recommend you know adding this into your journaling process or having a separate gratitude journal and acknowledging at least three to five things every day about what you loved about things, what you're grateful for. You know, we take for granted so many different things that when you stop and look what you're grateful for, the list gets longer. You find more things to be grateful for. And it can blow your mind, actually, where this gratitude comes from. And it's amazing to see everything from being able to see the sunrise at 615, especially when you've never woken up that early in a long time. And I have to say, you know, I'm doing 75 hard challenge right now and getting that morning workout done early and, you know, getting up with the sunrise and seeing these magnificent, magnificent colors across the sky blows my mind thinking, you know what, when I sleep in, I miss this. How many things are we missing by not being present? How many things are we not hearing another person saying to us when we're not present and aware in this moment? Are you giving your family or your workplace the attention of your gift of being there for someone? And then several years ago, um, it was very cool. I was on an airplane and the person beside me, we started talking about journaling. And she had shared with me that her technique that she had used, that no matter how the day went, she always spent it writing out the day she wanted to have happen. And as she continued to focus on how the day she wanted to unfold, even though it was retrospective, or if she did it in the morning, she was writing out how the day would go, she found after a while that her days became more like that because she focused on the good things that were going to happen anticipation equals happiness, anticipation of these good things like planning the vacation or waking up to an awesome day, you feel more empowered, you feel more control of the things in front of you. And the one thing you can count on to be certain is the actions that you already told yourself that you're going to take. You know, so you have a chance to have an advanced decision Of how you want your day to go really putting your mindset in the place that you are in control you have the gifts and the tools to move through and become anything that you want create the days you want but it all comes back to what is the image you have for yourself what are the thoughts that you are allowing in your mind and those beliefs where are they coming from how do you feel about yourself Are you listening to the negative chatter dictate how you're going to be, how you're going to show up, who you are? Journal it out. Get it out of your head and onto paper. Let it be something constructive. Let it be something you park as you face the world each day and not take it with you like extra baggage. The other topic I want to talk about where this all stems from is the topic of doing you. Be yourself. It is so important that we take time to step into our own power. Set boundaries in healthy ways and really know that we only have one life to live to move forward and take the actions necessary to create the life that we want to. My question for you, then, is are you driven by the opinions and beliefs of others are you allowing their beliefs to be more important than you of whether or not you will be successful. See, I like to think of someone walking through a crowd wearing a black sweater. And as I'm walking through the crowd in this black sweater, if I start picking up on people's opinions, there's suddenly more lint attached to my clothes and another ball of lint and another, and pretty soon I need a lint brush. I need to take a lint brush to my black sweater to get rid of the beliefs I've picked up from other people, the opinions I've picked up from other people and decided what they said about me mattered more. So when you think about what you want to do with your life, the beliefs that you're holding on to, the ducks that keep quacking in your mind that negative chatter, the gremlins, the critter, give it a name, put it outside yourself. Talk to it like, hey, that's Nasty Nancy or that's uh, Lousy Lola or whatever you want to call it. Put it outside of yourself because it is not you. In order to do you, you need to be yourself. Let go of the beliefs and opinions of other people. And when someone tells you something's impossible, end of discussion realize that the only opinion that matters is yours how you act your emotions are internal to you how someone else reacts is how you pay attention to how you show up in the world and how people react around you to you now we want to come from a place of being kind compassionate and respectful irregardless of how someone Attempts to treat us. But when we come from a place of protecting our dream, come from a place of believing in ourselves, even when others are not willing to believe in us, that's when we step into our true empowerment. To know that we are called for a greater mission, greater purpose in the world, and we need to shut the duck up and listen to that true knowing within. Thank you for joining me again on today's podcast. I'm Deborah Kozowski, and I would love for you to go over to my website at www.debrakozowski.com. Right now, you'll get your free three-part video course of Making Habits Stick, where you can put focus and consistency, get rid of any derailers so that you can crush those goals, knock them out of the park, and make them your reality. Your time is now. I would also love for you to subscribe to my youtube channel where you can watch this program on video go over to itunes or your favorite podcast player rate and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode as muhammad gandhi said be the change you wish to see in the world and my wish for you as always is go out and make today great